0: Hello there, my fellow warrior. In this episode, we are going to talk about this correlation between courage and faith, why they're related. How does it take courage to have faith? You might be thinking, what? Wait, courage, faith. I thought faith was just something you had. You just believe in something. Yeah, I'll bet you that's been a little more difficult than all of that, right? Than that just believing. And maybe some new perspectives on faith. I'm not some Bible teacher. I'm not going to be talking about that kind of stuff. But I really want to connect the dots between courage and faith. I've been doing every other podcast or so episode, I've been doing something on The Courage too, Like a series of The Courage too, Because I have figured out that everything in this lifetime that's worth having, doing, or being takes courage. Courage and faith, like I said before, might seem like two words that don't belong in the same sentence, right? I mean, aren't you just, you know, you go to church when you're young or later on you discover your faith and you just believe and everything's peachy. I had a book. I don't know what I did with it, but I had this book. I think it was like a Time Magazine booklet or something like that. And it was Mother Teresa's published, I don't know who... Leaked Mother Teresa's <laughs> private journal. But it was incredible to see the anguish that she had. The the struggle she had with her faith. Mother Teresa. Before that, I would have thought, Oh, Mother Teresa, my gosh, she's just got blind faith. Apparently, she went through a very long period of time, years, where she felt like she didn't hear from God. I guess... I'm so glad that I reminded myself of this today because I struggle with this all the time, feeling like, God, I'm asking, I'm willing, I'm praying, I'm on my knees and all this, and I'm not hearing. Well, I guess if he goes silent on Mother T, you know, I shouldn't feel so singled out, right? Mother Teresa. So, I mean, it's tough for us to Have faith in something we can't see, touch, or feel physically. I mean, sure, I want to have blind faith. I would love to have just that faith that every second I just feel it. I want that. I crave that. Yes, I want that. But then I'm this human being that keeps stepping in the way of my relationship with God and You know, so this is, I think it's a real struggle. And I think it's a real struggle for most people. As a matter of fact, I've had conversations with people who I consider very spiritually strong and have found out when you peek behind the curtain, they struggle with these things too. So it takes courage to have faith, right? It takes courage to have faith when things in your life don't make any sense, I think sometimes it's easier to not have faith. It, if you look at it on its merit, not long-term and what I th- personally think I would want, but you know, it's easier to just go, okay, never mind. Let me just go figure it out on my own because I, maybe I can control the timing. Maybe I can control this or that or the other thing. Maybe I can control the outcome, you know, without remembering that somebody that's a little bigger than you are might actually know the future and maybe you should probably not do that, but it can be easier for us to write, oh, let me just take control. I mean, it seems kind of interesting when you listen to this particular topic on faith and you go, courage to have faith. Wait, I thought faith was all about peace and love and joy. Well, it's supposed to. I mean, definitely if you, I mean, listen, I'm also talking about a Christian perspective here. That's because that's my belief. If you have different belief, you're just going to have to try to maybe move this into whatever your belief is. So I'm going to come at it from what I know. And I have read the Bible a few times. I've done Bible studies. I mean, throughout the years, I've touched every single piece of that Bible over and over. And I am no Bible scholar by any stretch by, you know, in fact, lots of it I'm reading. I'm going, what, huh? What, what are you talking about? And um, so, but yes, there is a lot about peace and a lot about love. And there is a lot about joy. And ultimately, if we had that perfect relationship with our creator, we would be living like that. But we're living down here on planet Earth with the beast. Listen, you guys hear me talk about the beast or our beast. So let me just clarify this in case you aren't sure. I decided early on that things were beasts like, oh, Jamie's addiction. It's a beast. Wow, it's so tough. This codependency I'm doing. This is a beast. I can't seem to stop. And... Wow, a lot of things are beasts, aren't they? These things we struggle with, these these situations we find ourselves in. Sometimes it, it happens because of addiction, sometimes it happens because of abandonment or abuse, or an accident or illness, something. But what's kind of common is that we're left feeling certain ways, helpless, hopeless, right? You lose your faith, or or you start it wavers. We. We feel angry sometimes. We have anxiety. We feel stressed. Shame, guilt. We live in paralyzing fear. Where do these beasts come from? The big beast. Yeah, that's Satan. I don't like to give him credit, so I don't use his name. I call him the big beast. So the point is, is the big beast is going to pull in the puppet strings on all of our little beasts that are messing up our lives. So while we would like to have that Garden of Eden, well, you know, before the apple thing, we like to have that relationship with God, but we've got the beast and all his little minions running around on this earth. So I think sometimes we have to give ourselves a break because often I feel like, wow, shouldn't you have more faith? I mean, come on, you've got, this is God almighty. Why are you struggling so much, Valerie? But then I have to remember what's going on on the earth. So it is going to take work. I mean, I envy I know we should not supposed to have envy. I'm talking about the Bible. We're not supposed to envy people, but I do. People who just have faith and they've just known it their whole lives and they've raised in the church and everything's beautiful. Well, at least on the outside, maybe they struggle with this too. <clears throat> but I didn't, I, you know, that wasn't my path. And I don't know what your path is. But it is a battle to stay in faith when life comes at us. Like I said, when we don't know where God is. When it feels like Mother Teresa felt like he's silent and you're asking and you feel like you're listening when you don't understand what he's doing. When you know, when you can't figure out how he could allow such pain in your life or the lives of others. It's hard to stay in faith when other people believe differently. Maybe there's some pressure on you. Really? You believe in this thing? Are you crazy? And as I said, when you can't physically see, hear, or touch... We like to be able to touch things, right? And feel things and proof. We want proof. Tough to have faith. We don't have, we don't have tangible proof as far as, oh, God is not sitting in my living room and we're having a convo, right? I mean, that, that we don't have that. It's tough to stay positive and hopeful when all around us is, you know, chaos and bad news and all of that. And when you get what I call the middle finger from heaven. Now, I like to always have a caveat here. Please don't run around saying Valerie said she got the middle finger from heaven. (laughs) That's what it felt like. I don't think that's what God did, but it's sure what it felt like when I prayed for a miracle for my daughter every single morning. I prayed for a miracle that Jamie would be clean, and then I tried my best to believe it. To know that somehow, some way, it would would be done. And instead of that prayer being answered, instead of me, that, that faith I had, that belief I had, instead of all that happening, she was murdered. Really? Thanks a lot, God. I felt like it was a middle finger from heaven. And when you feel like that, staying in faith is a battle. So, what is it going to take to be in this battle? Courage. You have to be courageous enough to say, I'm going to figure this out. I'm struggling with it, but I'm going to stay in because what is the alternative? I mean, that's what, if you're struggling with this, think about that. What is the alternative to having faith? I don't like it at all. The alternative, no hope. That after I'm gone, because life's cruising by, I'm 60 years old here, whoa, after this, that's it? I, I, I was in this life, and there were some great times and all of that, but there was all this struggle too, and then boom, we're done? I, I don't like that alternative. I mean, call me call me crazy. Call me weak. I think it takes courage to believe that. I mean, the alternative is to live without peace, because I believe the source of peace is God. Again, though, you better meet God somewhere on the road to peace. You can't keep praying for it like I did and expect, you know, just uh, the angels to start singing one day and you're just peaceful no matter what. We have to remove ourselves from these situations. We have to change our perspective. There's a lot of work to be done if you want to live in peace. The alternative is to feel disappointed all the time or to feel alone. One of the things, by the way, this is a scripture that's helped me a lot, I even have it on a bracelet. And um, I, I mean, I can't really say. Uh, quote a lot of scriptures, chapter and verse, even though I've, you know, done read the Bible many times and all this kind of stuff. I don't know why I, it doesn't get retained in my brain, even though I can remember a million other things, but I think that's okay. But this one is one that I put on a bracelet because I just wanted to be reminded all the time. Because when I figured this out, when I finally had that epiphany, that aha moment where I said, Oh my gosh, I'm so tired of being scared all the time. I live in paralyzing fear. I can't do anything because I'm too afraid to make a, a decision, a choice, a step forward to get up off the mat. I'm too scared. And it wasn't just about Jamie's addiction. Life was coming at me from a lot of angles for a lot of years, not just Jamie's addiction. That was a biggie, but it was uh, all this stuff. And I felt scared, you know, what And so I, I, I figured out that, okay, well, life is scary. I mean, you can't just go move to No Fear Island right? Doesn't exist. And so I I figured out that the only way to combat fear was to be courageous. So I realized how many times God talks about courage in the Bible, which is, you know, a message to us. So Joshua 1, 9, I love. Obviously there's all sorts of different versions, but this one says, have I not commanded you? Commanded. I mean, we better not mess around when God commands us to do something. Be strong and courageous. I'm going to dissect this. He commands us be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Do not be discouraged. He's with us. Okay, I command you be strong and courageous. Don't be afraid or discouraged. I'm with you wherever you go. I hang on that. I hang on that. I don't know. Call me what you want. If, if you're not a faith, faithful person or you don't believe in God, I, I just it, it, I choose this because I don't like the alternative. The alternative stinks. And I also decided that I am a friggin' warrior. If I could go through all this addiction and murder and a murder trial coming and all this and and you've gone through everything you have, tons of stuff in your life. I mean, okay, they might not seem as big as a murder. They're big. Whatever you've been through is big. I could name a bunch of my other stuff and they're big too. You're a warrior and warriors fight. Warriors live with courage. And so I just really want to encourage you to find the courage to have faith. And, and I think that you can do things in the spiritual world, of course, to have the courage to have faith with praying, with Bible studying, with, with talking with people and, and um, reading the Bible and, and whatever it is that you need to do to kind of work it out that way. But I also think that your overall general well-being helps with it. It's, it I found out that it was kind of hard for me to have faith when I had a bad attitude. When I was constantly focused on everything I didn't have and other people did have or I thought they had, it was difficult when I wasn't practicing self care, when I was holding on to anger or unforgiveness. I found it was difficult when I was allowing the wrong people in my life. So, see, it's all connected. We can't really compartmentalize our lives. Well, okay, this is me over here on church on Sunday. This is me in my spiritual life. Oh, but over here, I'm an absolute wreck, right? Oh, yeah, when I I talk to my spiritual friends, we talk about hope and faith and and love and peace and joy and in the future and all that. And then, you know, when I'm not around them, I'm just, uh, you know, I'm, I'm falling apart and I'm angry and bitter and we are all one person. I remember when people used to say to me, Oh, he, I know he's kind of like not real honest in business, but he's really a good guy outside of work. What? No, you're the same person. Stop it. So that's my encouragement for you today. I, I really am making the case for courage. I'm making the case for courage in, in all sorts of different areas of your life. Overall, in general, life is Scary. There are all sorts of things that can come out of left field and your life will change in a moment. All you got to do is turn on the news or talk to a neighbor or listen to your own thoughts and you're going to be half scared to death. Life is scary. It's filled with situations that terrify us. That is a fact. I I don't know. Do you know someone who's escaped that? It's just a fact. So if it's a fact, we either do one of two things we live in fear and we never get it together. We never figure out how to not, not have fear completely controlling our lives in every area, or we combat it with the cure, if you will. The cure is courage. And it even takes courage to have faith. I hope this resonated with you because maybe at first you thought courage to have faith. What? I hope this resonates with you. If you want to work with me more or get some of my, even my free resources, go to warriorsandhope.com. Connect with me, even follow my page. I have a Valerie Silvera Facebook page and a Warriors in Hope. So I hope you're following both of those pages and that you're subscribed to this podcast and um, that you'll come back every week and listen to a new episode. I look forward to connecting with you somehow. I would love to know you. I would love to know your story. I'd love to meet you at an event. We're getting those geared up again. And it's kind of funny when I do these podcasts, it's really weird. I'm by myself, right? Talking into a microphone, looking at a computer screen. But somehow I feel like I am right there with you. You. Not a bunch of people. I feel like I'm so connected with one person at a time. So even though this is over the airwaves, know that you're never alone. Because I'm always standing right there with you and your story matters. You need to live it courageously like the warrior you were meant to be. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Thanks for listening. I will see you next time. And in the meantime, if you want to jump into Warriors and Hope, And get access to free resources and check out all of our other coaching and resources. Go to warriorsandhope.com. Whatever you're going through, know that you are not alone. I'm standing right there with you and alongside you as you stand up and learn how to fight, how to become a warrior in hope.